Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning and thanks for joining us on The Breakfast Huddle. Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Time now to discuss the top market moving headlines that investors no doubt will be paying attention to today. And Ryan, of course, we should lead with this. The latest from DBS Group. It beat market estimates with a 31% rise in quarterly profit. That's right. So pretty much in line with what we've seen from UOB and OCBC on Wednesday. So that 31% rise means quarterly net profit. Profit for the third quarter was at $1.7 billion. So that's better than last year's profit of $1.3 billion and also better than consensus forecast of $1.57 billion. And we were looking out for, according to a consensus forecast, a 21.4% increase year on year. So the 31% better than expected. And we are looking at the familiar factors of lower credit costs, healthy loans growth, and business momentum being sustained. So that's the picture for DBS. And for the third quarter, it is announcing a dividend of 33 cents. And of course, uh, we're going to be analysing this further with Yip Chun Rong, market analyst from IG at 8.35am on the bigger picture as well. So do stay tuned for that. What else are investors digesting? Apparently, the best trade in town overnight were growth names and tech stocks, I understand. We have to dive into what the central banks have been doing this week. And of course, the FOMC was pretty much going to the script, just talking about tapering coming and pretty much announcing tapering. So that's the script according to the Fed. But not sticking to the script was the Bank of England. They defied market expectations by not raising interest rates. So keeping rates unchanged at a record low 0.1%. So that saw them with a bit of a dervish signal to the market and we saw bonds overall just being weighed down. So not good news for the likes of bank or financial stocks, but better news for the technology or growth names. Mm, exactly. Uh, also, OPEC Plus and the moves that it has made has come under scrutiny as well. Apparently, in spite of complaints, they decided to stick to their guns. So here you have... I guess OPEC also sticking to the script. Everyone's been saying, hey, we need more oil supply to bring down prices. We've seen how commodity prices, including oil, have uh, has been going up. So that is now unlikely to happen. So we've got OPEC Plus pretty much going with their earlier decision to keep supply, gradual return to supply at 400,000 barrels per day. So that's pretty much something they've been talking about. So they've been saying, hey, we are just going to do this because they have concerns over the short-term crude demand outlook. And if you look at what the US is doing in return, they have signaled they will consider a full range of tools to stabilize oil prices. So this is likely to see them dig into their strategic petroleum reserves. And so far, the oil price movements reacting to the latest announcement has been negative. We are looking at oil prices down by more than 1%. Mm. Well, moving from oil to something a little more contemporary, you know, after talking about the fossil fuels, maybe we should talk about 
digital assets and cryptocurrency on your radar as well. I understand there's some interesting developments in New York City on this. Yeah, there's a bit of a fight going on. So we are going to New York for this story. And this is, of course, with the new mayor being appointed. So his name is Eric Adams. Mm. And he tweeted, in New York, we always go big. So I'm going to take my first three paychecks in Bitcoin when I become mayor because New York Center or New York City is going to be the center of the cryptocurrency industry and other fast-growing innovative industries. Mm, well, as long as it's legitimate uh, coins that we're talking about, he's referring to Bitcoin in particular. But we know that there have been some controversies recently over things like yeah. the Squid Game, the Squid Game cryptocurrency, which turned out to be a scam and things like that. So got it's to quite mixed. That. So you've got New York actually trying to do a bit of a one-up over Miami, which is also trying to become the hub for Bitcoin or cryptocurrency-related services. So this is after Miami's mayor, Francis Suarez, himself said recently that he will be taking his first paycheck, 100% in Bitcoin. So New York going actually two up by saying the mayor is going to take his first three checks in Bitcoin. Will you take your check in Bitcoin? Mm. Perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> really depends. With all this talk about, you know, regulation and all of the other things that governments seem to be concerned about, I think it's very hard to move towards this peerless, unregulated place and then accept all that comes with it as well. So I guess those of us who are very used to playing it safe may think twice about embracing something like that. What about you, Ryan? I won't mind it if... I can expect things not to be volatile because you know how yeah, cryptocurrencies see? can swing, right? Sometimes you might have a good day. Sometimes you might have a bad day. I want predictability. I'm boring like that. So probably... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> maybe a small portion. I could be okay with that. But looking at Bitcoin prices now, mm. it is down overnight by 2.3%. But for year-to-date, it is more than doubled. 111%. So that's the wild swings you've been seeing around Bitcoin just reacting to headlines. I mean, there's, there's volatility in currencies as well, but not this bad, right? So really, I think we have to examine our thresholds for this. Thank you very much for that, Ryan. Ryan Huang with a very comprehensive breakfast brief. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.